you know what I'm saying? The government is really, you know what I'm saying, fucking us and we too busy worried about this dude on this corner. But what this person said about this person's baby mom. This stupid, irrelevant shit. Mm-hmm. And people losing their life over over things like that when we need to come together and get some sense. You get a hobby and yeah. grow and just make the, like, you, when you get a hobby, you give to the world, you know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. making it better in your own way. So, whether, like I said, if that's playing an instrument, you're, you, you're making your art, you're giving that to the world. Whatever that is, you're, and like, I feel like if people were busy, you know what I mean, they wouldn't be out here doing whatever. Because, like, when you got nothing to do, you find something to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Well, you, you know, I think a big, I think you hit it when you, when you said value. You know, we didn't talk about value on the show. And I think that has a big part to do with it. It's like, you got to know your value. You have to have some value. Like, when you, like, there was a couple years ago, you know, when I was coaching, I was coaching, it was, it was right in the middle of football practice. And uh, Cat pulled up where it was a field right across the street his house. And the guy pulled up in the middle of the day, right in front of the football club. With, with, it's two teams practicing. There's all these parents out there. And they got into an argument, and he started shooting in broad daylight. Like, how how do you, how can you value yourself? You know what I mean? If you go, I mean, like, it's like they don't have no fear of what, or, or repercussions. Like, when you do stuff like that, you haven't, you value, like, they don't even hide it. It's not even, you know what I mean? They don't even want to get away with it. It's like, I'm going to shoot you, and I don't care who watching. You know what I mean? It's like, that means they don't value themselves, and we already know hurt people hurt people, so they're definitely not going to value you. And, I, and uh, Nipsey Hussle said, he said it so eloquently. He was like, you know, they would ride down and they would pass the white dude. They would pass the Mexican dude. They would pass the Arab dude to try to find someone that looked just like themselves yeah. to kill. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he didn't value themselves. So when you don't value yourself, and, and that's, the, that's the key. That's how do, we, how do we get the young kids to value themselves? It, you know it's I mean? also what you put value into as well. So, like, how much do you value money? Because how much do you value... A, a lot of people value drugs, you know what I mean? So, like, you stole my, my whatever, you know what I mean? So, like, how much do you put value into material items that don't matter, you know what I mean? So, that I, I think when we... Like, as we grow up, what are we looking up to, you know what I mean? So, the kids that looking at these rap videos and they seeing all these things being idolized, they're, they're, they're becoming, you know what I mean? Like, that's what, that's what's cool, that they value that stuff, so, and then what happens is they get into it, and that's, that's, that's what they're idolizing. They're idolizing a material, you know what I mean, that means nothing, money. Well, if they, if they took currency away tomorrow, and the, the paper, dollar bill, you couldn't do nothing with it, it wouldn't mean nothing. It doesn't mean nothing, so how much value do we put in the Things you know what I mean, so it's, it's the a, weirdest one I've seen is uh, most of these games are named after what a street corner, right? Yeah, I don't understand how so, how you can get upset about that. How how are you? You know what I'm saying? You're up in the street corner, but you probably live on. That you probably that's your mama written yeah, like that's like, like Jay Z said. That was. Get mad because you have on the color. How can you look like red happens to be my favorite color? So you mean to tell me I can't wear the color red because I live on one side of the street? 
Well, it, 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 it comes down again to value. Just like you said, what are you putting value in? They're putting value in things that have no value, and that's what happens when people don't value themselves. Mm-hmm. That means your clothes is more value. Meaning your Jordans. We put all these value into these Jordans because why? Because we don't value ourselves. We put all these uh, uh, values, you know, you talk about your, your street, my hood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what we value. This is my hood. This is where I, you know what I mean? And, and not into themselves. We're putting value in to this color, to this gang. You know, this, the gang is giving them value. They're getting their value from the gang because they don't value themselves. It goes, you know, it's like how do we instill that, you know, to value themselves and in turn value other people. You know what I mean? And it's hard. It's like I don't know. You know, you can talk to you blue in the face, but they look at, you know, a person to look at you like. I think maybe because what we value is what we see on TV. And the main thing that we see on TV is people valuing sex so women sexualize themselves. I think we value money because we see all the people with money is the people that's got, they popular, they got all the women, or you know what I'm saying, or all the men. So I think we value money. I think we value uh, material things because that's what we see in social media. That's what we see on TV. That's what we see on Facebook is money, sexiness, which is just being naked, twerking, big change, big chains, and drugs. As long as you got money, you can be or do whatever, and it doesn't matter. And I think that's why we value what we value, because we don't, it's not put out for us to value ourselves. It's put out to value material things. So if you value yourself, then you are a lame, you are this, you are that, you nothing, you nothing cool because you value yourself. I I feel like if if I was to come on the full disclosure show and be a lot more revealing, and if you guys were to come on the show and be a lot more ignorant, then we would have a lot more people sharing our videos. But because we value ourselves and we value what we say, I feel like that's part of the reason why, you know, saying people don't share our, sh- our shit or people don't, we're not as popular as I feel like we should be. Right, right. And, and it's like when people don't value themselves, they find material things to possess to make them feel valuable. And, yep. that, and, and that's where love's going to get you. Out. That's what's hey man, Karis went out of, y'all know a song called Love's Going to Get You that talked exactly about that. When you talk about love and putting love in material things and then the things that people do to get these things, you know, or the things that they do to, I mean, it's just skewed, man. You know, I was listening to some young cats talk to, just the other day. And they must have had some involvement in what's going on with the young man getting killed the other day. What you remember? What was his name? DJ. DJ, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to uh, DJ, you know what I mean? And uh, they they must have knew the young man. And I'm overhearing them talking like, oh, you know, we're going to do this and this and this and this. Oh, you know what I'm saying? We're going to do this. And it's like, can't y'all, don't y'all see, like, this is the game. You know what I mean? Like, this is not, you know, they're going to allow you. And there's this whole negative of black-on-black crimes. They're always talking about, like, in the Black Lives Matter, like when people were arguing, like, well, what about when black-on-black crime and all this? Like, ain't there's no, when, when, a, when a black man kills another black man, best believe that black man is going to jail for a long time. And if they don't get him, it's going to be somebody else, as we've seen. Mm-hmm. 
We ain't, there's no, never been no problem, you know, and, and we just perpetuating this. Like, come on, man. Like, you, you know, you, it seems so simple. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it seems so simple to be like, man, just do, just do, just, you know, stay out of the mix. You know what I mean? Like, we can fight each other. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, ain't never going to be all love. But let's fight each other. Let's get back to them, to, you know, the Friday. We, we fight with these. You live to fight another day. You know what I mean? Like, that that's what that movie was basically about. You know, just like people so quick. And ain't even that, like the little murder shows and People want, you know, instead of getting divorced, they just want to kill their they spouse, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of uh, 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 leaving somebody and being real, they want to put cyanide in their in they pills and something, you know, yeah. kill them. Like, it's just the, the, the value of life is just nil and void. There is no value to life, and I feel like there is no value to, to life because we have been so desensitized. I mean, I hear... And I see on Facebook where something happens, they'll, they'll post a video of somebody doing something. Somebody will get hurt in the video, or they look like they hurt in the video, and people will be laughing. I'd be like, we be laughing at the wrong thing. Why are we laughing at this person getting hurt? Why are we laughing at this person damn near about to die? And, I mean, to see that, and then if you comment like that's not funny, people jump on you because you don't you're not laughing at the same thing that they're laughing at. I just think that we are we are in such a state where life doesn't mean nothing and it's not just black on black crime. That's just the narrative that they put out because it's everybody on everybody crime. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? There's some black people that, that terrify me. There's some white people that terrify me. There's some Mexicans that terrify me. There's some Chinese <laughs> people that terrify me. I mean, that's just what it is. That's so, white folks, boy. They come up in your shit and shoot everybody up. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, at least we shooting that one guy. You know, they come and they shoot everybody that's working that day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I man, I ain't got no beef with you. Yeah, I just think that we need to realize that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what how much money you got. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. It doesn't matter who or what you believe in because we don't mean shit to none of these people. And we all falling into the narrative. And they doing what they doing and we doing what we doing and we all gonna be fucked in the end. I mean, I don't understand how does it, how does it feel as a black or any, anybody to just go and kill somebody. You know what I mean? That makes you feel like a man. You're not no man. That's It's easy to pull a trigger. And you know, you say that before, it's easy to pull a trigger. Cowards, shoot. Y'all, you know, and we and we big up, we talk about killing a man. You know, you hear in the music, like it's something to do, like it's something to be proud of. And it's not, like anybody can pull the trigger. It's not hard. You close your eyes and you start capping in a certain direction and somebody might fall and die. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot more difficult to even talk out, talk your problems out. You know what I mean? I say fight, juggling, but you know, fight. You know, it's just simple. You know, we used to fight. People can't take L's, though. Yeah, people, and that's the problem. People people can't take L's, and now 
It has to escalate, you know, and we couldn't take L either. So you know what you used to do? You used to go get cousin. You know what I'm saying? You used to go get Dodo. You know what I'm saying? To go get whoever. Like, okay, nah, this ain't over with. I'm coming to get big. You know what I mean? And then they would, and they would go get their brother or whatever, whatever. But it still stayed with the nuts. You know, people didn't, you know, and and, and sometimes you had to jump a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it made you feel bad, but we was all, we was day. yeah, we was able to laugh about these things later on in life, and, uh-huh. and we was able to grow up. You know what I'm saying? These young cats ain't even able to grow up, man. They, they're not even... It's, uh, it's like... It's, it's, we scared... People are scared to hear hear, to hear yourself get made fun of. You say you get your ass whooped, then your boys will clown you. But, I mean, what makes more sense? To get clowned or to be six feet under? I'd rather get clowned and then people really gonna forget about it here about a week or so when the next yeah. incident happens. You better learn you better learn to snap. <laughs> yeah. You better learn to snap and you and you have that. You have women some women getting killed because they rejected a man in a bar. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard I've seen it. I not get killed, but I've seen a man knock the shit out of a woman. You know what I mean? Because I mean, guys is like winning on me. They wanted me to dance with them or they wanted me to buy them a drink and then, oh, well, fuck you, bitch. You ain't all that anyway. I'm like, okay. Yeah, okay. As long as you don't kill me, sir. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> as long as you don't kill me, sir, I'll be a, I'll be a bitch. Okay. I know I'm stuck up, <laughs> you know what I mean? But these guys, I done seen a guy. I seen a dude go upside the chick's head with a bottle just yeah. because she said... You know, and she didn't dog him. She didn't say, fuck you, nigga. I ain't. Nah, she just said, no, thank you. Next thing you know, it's splash. So, you know, again, it comes to, it comes about value, man. If you mm-hmm. value yourself, rejection don't won't matter to you. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, that's your loss. You missed out. You know what I mean? Because I value myself. When you don't value yourself, rejection is what can kill you inside. And also, I feel like the reason why we don't value ourselves is because we don't see people valuing us, you know, so how can we value ourselves when all we see is ourselves being devalued? To be quite honest with you, I'm tired of seeing ourselves being the subject of documentaries because the police has shot us. And then when they put our stories out, they say, oh, he was this, he was that, he was that, he was this, but what does that have to do with this man shooting me down like a dog? We just watched a documentary where the young man was shot 16 times by the cops. Regardless of whether this man was lounging for this cop or regardless of whether this man was doing something he didn't have no business in, if this man's life was in danger, which I believe it wasn't, but even if it was, you didn't have to shoot this man 16 times. You didn't value this man as a person. Okay, you may have felt like your life was in danger, but you took it overboard when you shot this man 16 times. So, I just feel like when we stop seeing ourselves, we are not what they made us. And for me personally, it took me a long time to start valuing myself as a woman because of the images that I've seen. And I think because of not just what I've seen, because of what I was told about myself. So, it took me a long time to value myself. So, I feel like... Once you start following yourself, you start seeing things different. You start hearing things different. Well, yeah, what you and I piggyback on what you said. People start playing into these narratives. You know what I mean? One, the, the gangsters cool always has been. This is America. You know, this country was was taken by gangsters. This is gangster shit to come over another person's country and take it, and, and then 
tell them it ain't theirs. And then, you know what I mean? It's, it, that's gangster shit. So this country was, was founded on gangster shit. And that's cool. Like, that's the foundation. So when, you know, you NWA come out and you got all these gangs and colors come out and you got these gangs and, and you see people actually, you know, folk feeding into that. Like, oh, this is cool. You know what I mean? This is cool. This gang shit is cool. You know what I mean? It's giving me something. You know what I mean? And the gang, we had gangs back in the day, too. Again, like I said, we, the, the the violence really came in the crack academic. We're going to get into that. But, you know, it was still fighting. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It was still fighting. And, well, let me go ahead because I can't get away from it. You know, I want to point the finger, but, you know, the government allowed these drugs and allowed these guns into our communities. Now, we picked them up and ran with it. You know what I mean? But that's what happens when you're in the poverty. This whole thing is a, is a scam, man. They put you in the, in the poverty, in the, in the projects, project, and then they, they cut your resources off. You know what I mean? So they, they take you, they put you, they cut your resources off, and then what? We were still good. Yeah, we were fighting, but we were coming up, da da da. And then they, then they give you access to drugs and the poverty, and then the, the guns come. We don't, my man Fury Style said, we don't hold none of these gun shops. There was no guns in the community. See, I was alive when there was no guns in the community. Yeah. I was alive at the time we did fight. And then all of a sudden, guns are everywhere. Drugs are everywhere. That's not, that's not a coincidence. Yeah, it's, not no. it's not an accident at I, all. I believe that. Self-destruct. Yeah. yeah. Self-genocide. But, but we have to value ourselves and not to fall into that philosophy. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what, what to do. You know, we just grab grab a young man and talk to him. I definitely think, though, but it's up to us as adults to help to start finding some outlets for well, these kids. I think as you find a craft, like like he said, you find something, uh, something that you're good at, you know, a hobby. But there, it, again, it comes down to value. You have to value yourself to put yourself in this situation. In that situation. And that comes with knowledge itself. And comes in, a, you know, and schools don't teach our kids knowledge itself. We have to teach your, teach your your black children, man, that we are gods, that we are kings, our true heritage, or where we come from. You know what I mean? That has a lot to do. With, I know it, it changed my perspective as a young man, and I know a lot of cats who was going in a certain direction that got knowledge itself, and it it, it it made them value themselves. It made them look at themselves different. Like man. My, my, we know we ain't, we ain't slaves, you know what I mean? We was kings. We, we, we had kingdoms. We had, you know what I mean? This is, this is, and then you start seeing the technology of what they did and, and the self-hate that they instilled in you. You know what I mean? These cops who was killing you, we killing each other because we hate ourselves. We hate each other because we hate ourselves. You know what I mean? And that's why we killing ourselves. Yeah, that's why I love, like, the, the movie Black Panther, like, symbolism-wise, is just like, that movie kind of like really put it in perspective for me. You know what I mean? Like how the vibranium represented our reason. What, what we, you know what I mean? Our resources. You know what I mean? And the it's just like that. That whole movie put it in perspective and how like and, and like we had that to ourselves. And then like when you should give it to the outer world, then they take it and then they won't have their own agenda with it. You know what I mean? It, so it's yeah, it's what you got put your value into. Does people like you and I or them or however you want to put us, I think maybe if we start putting our resources together and start giving giving other people resources, giving people outlooks, 
and speaking knowledge, I think maybe as far as our area, that could help to change some things. And we got to get them early. Mm-hmm. We got to get them early. We got to get them in pre preschool. We got to get them in. We got to get them in, in kindergarten. We got to get them in first grade because once they get 14, 15, 16, sometimes you can't reel them in. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy because, like, if you do the math, we spend from, from the moment we step in the classroom, from the moment we graduate, we spend more time in, with teachers than we do our parents. Like, the, like, if you add all that time up, we're with them most of the day. So, like, teachers in the schools are crucial as well to the installment early in these kids right. because like you send your kid off for eight hours, you know what I mean? You have work, you come back, you know, you see him when you get off work and then the next day you back at, with that teacher. So all, all, like throughout these all these years, these teachers, you know what I mean, they, they have a lot of power. So like black people and the should curriculum and the curriculum is not is not aimed towards us. us. I was yeah. gonna say that like it's kind of like, I feel like the government treats us like children. I mean, the government is our parents and we are the kids. The government gives us what they feel we need in order to do what they want us to do. When you, or when you're a parent and you need your kid to do what you want it to do, you might give them a little snack, you might give them a little cup of juice or what have you so you can do your uh, math or studying or whatever. To me, giving them, giving your kid cookies is voting for us. Right. And they keep us put in this little box to keep us close-minded and to keep us where they need us to be to do what they want us to do so they can do what they got to do. And that's the same thing you do to your kid. You put your kid in this playpen so you can do what you got to do to do whatever it is you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they give us these tidbits, but there's not constructive to us. Instead, we're killing each other. We don't have enough money. When you don't have enough money in your household, you get to arguing, things get tense, you can't focus because you're worried about the next thing. That's how it is with us. We don't have enough money, so now we're sitting here worried about this. We don't have enough whatever so now we always sitting here worried about this and the next thing you know because we're so tense because we're so anxious we fighting, we're killing each other and there's nobody to say look this is too much there's no middleman yeah there's no middleman and I feel like if we had a middleman that can definitely start start changing things definitely definitely well you know I think in closing really I think everybody who cares man we need to take we need to take uh, responsibility for your own backyard first. You know what I mean? I said before I did it. I said before, like, speaking to the OGs, you know, you, you, we, we can't be criticizing. We, you know, we can't be criticizing the young generation because they are us. You know what I mean? We can't, we, you know, we, we, I, I see a lot of OGs, like, always talk about all oh, the young do kids do that. No, for one, if you're not... If you're not in communication with your own kid, don't sit here and talk about the young generation. You know what I'm saying? If you got seeds out there that you ain't take care of, it's Father's Day. You know what I mean? If you ain't take care of your own seed, don't speak on the young generation, for one. Okay? And the father, if you're taking inventory of your own family, and you got your own kids in line, then we can start talking about what we can do as a whole to try to, you know, stem the tide. But 
you know it is what it is, man. So that's that. Um, you watch this D Full Disclosure show. We on the podcast. I don't know if they can hear us in the live still, but you'll be able to catch this podcast when I post it. You know what I mean? And uh, it's Derek Lamont wins the first. Lisa, Lisa. We lost Dick Dashley, but we still going on. We got my sons, Derek and Daymel in the building. And, uh, you know, I don't know what this topic was, so I'm going to go ahead and get into mine. You know what I mean? And, and since it is Father's Day, you know, I always want, you know, why is why Father's Day don't get the same love Mother's Day do? You know what I mean? Mother's Day get all the the the, the, the histrionics and all the, the the glow on Father's Day come and go. You know, mothers get taken out to dinner and treated with flowers. <laughs> we got a barbecue. You know what I'm saying? Why we got a barbecue? You know what I'm saying? So if y'all know how I love this, I came up with my with five reasons that... Father's Day don't get the same love as Mother's Day. You know what I mean? And we're going to count it down from five to one. Y'all comment as I go. You got something. The number five reason that Father's Day don't get the same love as Mother's Day do is because we're not fucking narcissists like women are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> women is all about me, 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 me. Y'all know what it is. Dads, we, 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 we'll put the... The, the spotlight somewhere else. We we laid back with it, so we we could we could take the L and, and barbecue or and make Dad's Day. You know, if you know women, you got to have that Mother's Day love or or else. What goes into the number four reason is bullying. You know, what I mean, we get bullied, <laughs> we get bullied to celebrate. You better not not come with no gift for Mother's Day or no flowers, boy. You, if your mom and if you got your wife or whatever, if you wanted to be a good Mother's Day night, you better make sure she have a good Mother's Day day, if you know what I'm saying. Number three reason why Father's Day don't get the same love, it's on us, man. We got to be there. You know what I mean? And I know the numbers are skewed when they say about fathers not being there. And, and so you can't believe the hype, but I didn't grow up with my father. You know what I mean? I know Dick Dazzling didn't grow up his father, so Father's Day was irrelevant to me growing up. Like, I didn't even know when it was till I got older. And then when I did get older, I would wish my mom Happy Father's Day, too, because she did that. I know people were like, well, don't be wishing moms Happy Father's Day. Look, who else I'm supposed to tell? You know what I mean? If you, if you grew up and it was your mom, it was your mom, you know, my mom put the food on the table. My mom did that. You know what I mean? I didn't know nothing about Father's Day until basically I became a father. So, you know, for years, Father's Day was relevant. I know what day it was. I didn't know anything. So, you know, as a whole, we as men, we have to be there. We have to do what we got to do. All right. And number two, we got number two, right? Number two, it's the music, man. The music industry let the fathers down, man. There's no daddy song. You know what I'm saying? Mamas, mamas got all the mama songs. Ain't no daddy songs. The best we we need you know we need Beyonce Beyonce you got a daddy Beyonce do a daddy song she did do a daddy song but it ain't what see that's what I tell you see we, we need more of them she did a we need a hit daddy song I don't remember the daddy song well it wasn't out like. The rest of her songs. But see what I'm saying? We need a daddy it was on song. The album. Beyonce, Beyonce, make it, you get make a daddy song. Reality, I don't know. Make a daddy song. We need, we need more daddy songs, man. And maybe we can bring Father's Day all the way back. Even though I seen the day to love, the fathers was getting online and people were hitting. It's making a comeback, but it still ain't, it still ain't there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the number one reason Father's Day don't get the same love. Is out of school. School is out. 
You know, like Mother's Day, you go to school, and the school makes sure you made the card yeah. or gift or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Father's Day is out of school, so and thank goodness for me because I wouldn't have, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't have no dad yeah. to make that for. I'd have been making it for, you know what I'm saying, my mom. But, you know, it's out of school, so it's like, you know, you don't have the same engine when you go to school to, the schools make you put together a gift, and yeah. they take you and That's let you. Right. They will grow the flowers. I remember growing the flowers for yeah. my mom for Mother's Day. You know my what I mean? My flower died. My kids had this flower. <laughs> it died. Yeah, if your school had good money, they. they you know, yeah, you, you went all the way out, yeah, but you know, roses, Father's Day is in the summertime, so it's like there, there is no, you yeah, know what I mean? Throw that meat on the grill and call it. Basically, a day. yeah, <laughs> basically, you know, we we find any excuse to barbecue. <laughs> yeah, for real, you know what I mean? Dogs on the grill, it's <laughs> over with. You know what I mean? Yeah, you might get some breakfast in the morning. You know, might get some eggs or something in the morning. That's all. That's all we go get. But you know, what I mean? get on the George Foreman grill. Yeah, you know, but so we we father, we we behind, we we behind Mother's Day. But like I said, I think we catch it up. I think it's catching up. I think people are starting to, and it's a catch twenty two, man. When people tap you on the back for doing something that you know you it's your job to do, you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, we as men, we you know, naturally we're not selfish. You know, a lot of men are because they was raised bitch made. You know what I mean? But we really not. So it's like it, it's, it's a catch twenty two. Like you know, this is what I'm supposed to do. At the same time, everybody want to get recognized. It's like if you a basketball player, you know, it's your job to go on the court. But when you go out there and I score 36, I want to, I want my highlights out yeah. there. A lot of times, dad's highlights is, we, you know, we we the Kyrie Irving. You know what I'm saying? You see LeBron, Mother's Day get all the highlights. But I hit, we hit 27 points too, you know what I'm yeah. saying? LeBron hit 38 and I only get one shot, you know. So it's like, you know, it, you still want to be recognized. You mm-hmm. still want to be acknowledged for, you know what I mean? But... I, I think the number one reason, like, just from a scientific standpoint, is, like, the, the mother carries the child for nine months, right? So I think there's more of a emotional attachment, you know what I mean, to the mother and the kid. Because, like, I'd I be sitting there thinking, like, man, I'm glad I'm not a girl because I like I would see a picture of someone just had a baby. I'm like, couldn't be me. You know right. what I mean? I don't care what gender I was. I just, I'm looking at it like, man. So, like, the them sacrificing them themselves right, right. in a lot of ways to have that baby. I feel like scientifically, emotionally, whatever, you know what I mean, there's all yeah. that uh, connection that just can't be you can't you know, you can't really Well, you know, yeah. I you know I've been sarcastic with it, but if you want to get technical, I mean you, you can't the mom's gonna get the love. Yeah. The mom's gonna get the love. And deserve you know I mean? it. And deserve it. Deserve it. So. There's nothing like, you know, the, a mother's love. It's nothing like the yeah. love for your mother. It's nothing like the woman that you came out of. You know what I mean? There's nothing like that. So that she gonna get all the love regardless. You know what I mean? And so you know from the dad, from the kids. So it's like you can't give mom enough credit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, I, if you you can't criticize a mom if you ain't never walked in that woman's shoes. And I see a lot of men who like to criticize. What a woman do, what a woman do. You know, there was a woman who locked her kids in the car, had her kids in the car so she go on a job interview. And people was killing her. Like, what is she supposed to do? If my kids ain't old enough and I have nowhere to watch, nowhere to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you, you know, so no, no, no. Don't criticize that woman if you ain't ever been there. Exactly. If you ain't had three kids and I got to do a job interview and nobody to watch them. What am I supposed to do? Can't leave and you don't be talking crap about her because she ain't got no job. Right, really, exactly. So, you know, 
I, I've heard, and I, I've heard people close to me, you know what I mean, criticize a, a, a woman or a mother. Like, no, nah, if you ain't done it, if you ain't done it, you got you can't say shit. Yeah. Now, if you done done it, you done raised two, three kids by yourself, and then you can talk. You know, what I mean? you can say, I mean, well, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. So, you know, jokingly, but you know, you can't give them enough mild love. But we can't just throw dads under the bus either. You know yeah. what I mean? We we gotta. You know, as as men, you know, as, right now, <laughs> right as as men, I'm I've always been an advocate. You know, like of 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 putting ourselves out there. You know, you know, uh, uh, loving. You know, what I'm saying manhood, being being comfortable with manhood, and, and and putting ourselves out there, like our problems, our issues, and being real. You know what I mean? And it's not it's not an easy. You know, a lot of a lot of a lot of women are mothers. Because they really don't have a choice, you know what I mean. The thing, the fathers, you know, a lot of fathers do have a choice, sadly, to walk away. And a lot of times, it's easy to walk away, especially when the situation is tough. You know, especially when the relationship is sour. Especially when a lot of mothers made it make it real hard. You know what I mean? On Sometimes a lot of these guys, do, and do you see a lot of a lot of cats could real easy be like, okay, and walk away and go live their best life mm -hmm. and leave. So you know. Yeah. A lot of women don't have that option necessarily. Mm -hmm. Wish they did. Probably would if they did. You know what I mean? Because I know some women that have. You know, hey, they got a dad. Like, take these kids. I don't want them. You know what I mean? So. I know a few like that too. Um, I know me personally. I do know a lot of good fathers and fathers that are involved in their kids' life. So I do want to give a shout out to them and say I do appreciate them because coming from the single mother's perspective, I personally appreciate what a father do, be it in the kids' life, because it is hard. But when this time of the year comes around, I kind of have trouble with this, you know, because me personally, knowing fathers that are in their kids' life and knowing fathers that are good, good fathers, and then you being in a situation where you and your father don't have the closest relationship and then you see your kids or your kid in that same predicament that you are in it kind of makes it hard for you to acknowledge a father so I know when fathers that come around like you said it's conflicted you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I'm, I'm you know I was the same way like until I had I didn't have nothing for father's day you know, I, I mean, I didn't. My father wasn't in my life, so, you know, yeah, it's a con, it's a con. You know, we like don't dog. It's hard. It's hard to say one without the other. You know what I mean? Because a lot of us are men trying to be dads without no one to show us how to do it. You know, learn on the fly. I had two brothers. You know, one thing about with me is my mom being a single mom, being out the house, and I had two younger brothers, so it kind of prepared me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I had, I, I felt. To, I felt the need to protect them. I felt the need to look out for them. Mm -hmm. You know, it made me grow up faster because I knew I had to look out for them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, and it was like, okay, there's certain things I didn't want to get involved in because I didn't want them involved in it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, maybe if I didn't have bro younger brothers, I might have, you know, I was a need. I was two toes away from the gangs. You know what I mean? I never was in a gang, but I used to hang with them. These was my homies. You know what I mean? It came from one of the same guys we was hanging with. Next thing you know, these the same guys all in the gang. I'm still hanging with them, you know. So I was this close, like, you know what I mean? D block. When you gonna when you gonna get on set? When you gonna get on set? But I was always thinking about my. <laughs> I can hear it. Too. You know what I'm saying? I was always thinking about my brothers. Like I didn't want them 
And if I would have did it, more than likely they would have done it. You know what I mean? The domino effect. So being a big brother kind of prepared me for what I, you know, understand the responsibility of looking out for somebody else. And I know for a fact, you know, not only that, but watching other father figures. I have father figures. Shout out to my Uncle John. I call him this morning. Mm -hmm. And all the other men who step up, the coaches, you know, who stepped up in, in, in the people's lives and was father figures. You know, even if you didn't have kids, you know what I mean? The teachers, whoever, ever, those were, that's monumental. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. I mean, I kind of be trying to come to an understanding because, I mean, I grew up with my father. He was there when I was a kid, but as I got older, he kind of like got less and less. And sometimes when I sit back and think about it, I'd be like, well, damn, I had girlfriends or female friends that were like, I go to their house and then their dad would come and check up on them. And in my mind, I'd be thinking like, well, dad, like, I wish my dad would just pop up on, pop mm -hmm. up on me and just blow down on me every now and again. And, you know, maybe his argument is that I don't talk to him or I don't pursue him. But in actuality, I have been to your house. I talk to you and... You know, I just feel like those type of relationships, any type of relationship, you can't take, take, take. You got to give and take. And if I'm calling you and reaching out to you, then you should do the same to me. And I didn't have you, you had me. Whether I'm an adult or not, I just feel like, you know, those types of situations should. You know, it's, I, I you know, we talk about toxic masculinity a lot. And I think a situation where some men, I know for a fact, ch are challenged with maybe ego or pride where it doesn't allow them to humble themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To be, I think to be a, I think it'd be a, 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 a parent, you need to, you have to humble yourself to a certain degree, especially when relationships, you know what I mean, are shaky. All relationships can be shaky. Family is shaky. Mm -hmm. All right, you know what I mean? So sometimes you, the, the number one thing as a parent is putting your own ego and pride on the back burner. It's about your children. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you see parents' ego getting in the way of, or their feelings getting in the way, and they don't, they don't allow themselves or don't allow the other parent to be in that child's life like it should be. And we need to always put, look, it ain't about you. It ain't about me. You know what I mean? It's about, the, like, you know, I'm going to put my feelings on the back burner so I can have a, a relationship with my child, you know what I mean, or whatever, whatever. If I wasn't the best dad, you know, I, I made mistakes. We all do, you know what I mean. I think the number one thing for me, when when a young man asked me one time to get him some advice about being a father, and I had this, I thought about it, and I was like, the first thing you got to do, you know what I mean. The number one thing you got to do is be there. You just got to be there. You know what I mean? Everything will work itself out. You might not be the best man. Sometimes we feel like we got to be this superman. We got to have everything yeah. together to be this dad. And you don't have to be. You know what I mean? You can, you can, you can, you can, you can smoke crack and still be there for your child. You know what I mean? You know, till you work it out. Till you get off of it. You know what I mean? To struggle like, okay, I'm doing bad right now, but you know me. I'm here. Yeah. And then as I see a lot of times we feel like, oh, man, I got to get myself together. And then I'm a, and next thing you know, one year done passed, yeah. two year done passed, mm -hmm. and you still ain't got just five years done passed, and you still ain't got yourself together, and now you ashamed. You know what I mean? Like, nah, be there in your child's life first, and then work. You know that will motivate you to 
to get yourself together. You know what I mean? When you yeah. when you away from it, and I cannot look at y'all, I cannot look at the kids. Like okay, I can still be. I'm still struggling because, you know what I mean? Just like uh, uh on the on the uh five, the, uh, they they when they the way they see us, mm-hmm. when his father was a sh- his father basically got him locked up. When he went in there and gave him the bad advice, like, look, yeah. just do it, just say what you say. And instead of him, and you know, his son was like, okay, nobody's blaming you, dad. You know, but he felt so bad that he took yeah. himself away from his family mm-hmm. because of his pride. That was pride. It was, it was hurt. Yeah. But his son was like, you know what? I st- his son still won him there at court every day. Mm-hmm. Like, he needed him there. That's what hurt him more than anything. You know what I mean? So, so when he was growing, that's he wasn't messing yeah, with right. So because so we had to a lot of guys. Y'all got to get out your feelings, and 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 don't stop being so prideful. It ain't being no Superman. It ain't being no the best role model. You know, just be there and be there to, to talk. If you ain't got something, if your money ain't right, you know, we feel like oh, I can't provide for him like I I, I need to. So I'm just gonna fall mm-hmm. back. No. Figure it you know, out. figure yeah. it out, man. Figure it out. Just be there. Offer me advice. Ain't no excuses. If you out of town, we got we got FaceTime. You got Skype. No you excuse. got you know what I mean. You can see your child every day, so there is no excuse, really. That's you know how what I, I mean? feel. Like that's all I wanted was just for you to be there. So my son being in the situation that he in, if I feel the way that I feel, I'm a dog. I can understand him feeling the same way that I feel. So I feel like he doesn't even recognize Father's Day. So I feel like maybe that's part of the reason why sometimes Father's Day isn't recognized. And that's why I say a lot of times with Father, like I didn't celebrate. I never had no father. So, you know, a lot of people had grow up like that. So, you know, Father's Day is an afterthought. If he yeah. ain't even thought at all, you know what I mean? So Yeah, it's not about, sometimes it's not always about but you just being selfish. It's just, right. you know. But, uh... We're going to go ahead and end it on that note, man. Sorry for the the, the technical difficulties. Hopefully we have Dick Dowdy back with us next weekend. we can get this whole thing cracking. But like I said, if y'all on the live feed, we will be posting it. You know, check us out on Anchor, man, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. You know what I mean? Check the podcast out. And, uh, again, I want to thank our special guests, my sons. You know what I'm saying? Derek Lamont Williams the second, Dave Mel, Richard Williams. We got Lisa Lisa in the house. I'm Derek Lamont Williams the first. And uh peace, we out.